Welcome to the Tech Today podcast, powered by CEO Raider. It's your host, John Maeda. I would encourage you to catch up on all of the content at Tech Today. We've got some M&A advice out there. We give you the high-level cut when it comes to the M&A stuff. We're not going to give you the granular, experience-driven content. If, if you want that, you have to pay for it. You have to hire us as an M&A advisor. So we give you the high-level stuff there. On the uh, software-level commentary, we've got an article on uh, Salesforce as it relates to their strategy with respect to their acquisition of Slack. And then we've got a couple, two or three macro-related articles that deal with inflation, price inflation, stagflation. Um, the most recent one is entitled Inflating the Debt Away, Higher Prices Are Here to Stay. We talk about that in our Stagflation is Eminent book and in several other articles. But I wanted to cover it, cover it again uh, as it relates to intentionally inflating the debt away. Um, it seems like it, it falls on deaf ears. Too many people insofar as market-related commentary is concerned. Too many macro analysts, equity analysts, debt analysts that I've seen as it relates to uh, video clips on on Bloomberg, CNBC, uh, and even just conversations I've had with uh, friends who are equity PMs. People generally tend to believe what the Fed tells them insofar as inflation is transitory. And it's not. So, for example, a restaurant that has lifted prices isn't going to all, all of a sudden reduce prices. So that means until we hit 2022, when the comparisons are against uh, this year, uh, the year-over-year inflation is going to be dramatic. Um, when it comes to food at the grocery store, the same, same deal. I think we, we mentioned it in the most recent article that I'm referring to here, inflating the debt away, higher prices are here to stay. Uh, I mentioned that, you know, my personal grocery bills up 20, 30%. And, um, you know, so therefore where does the, the, the federal government, where, how do they derive that, that figure that was reported on Thursday that, um, groceries were up 0.7%, I think was the number quoting from, from memory. So the CPI is vastly understated. Not only is it too narrow in that it doesn't reflect um, uh, items such as uh, artwork, equities, you know, various asset classes that aren't captured, but yet that are up double-digit percentages or triple-digit percentages year over year. Um, in addition to not capturing various asset classes, what it does report is, is vastly understated in my view, and I'm not the only one, obviously. So you have this dramatic inflation, and you know what we've said consistently is that the Fed will try to uh, keep this this bubble going as as long as it can, because what it plans to do in in concert with uh, the the fiscal side of the house, you have a coordinated fiscal and monetary policy that's designed to consistently keep the inflation bubble going, because in doing so. As the price of goods uh, continue to be inflated, uh, taxes on those goods obviously will also be inflated. And it's those tax receipts 
that will go to paying down the interest expense associated on our debt. So we have inflated debt levels. Uh, interest expense is is fixed, although much of it, at least insofar as the the amount that's uh, that's tied to T bills, which has to be rolled over. Right. So yes, it's fixed rate debt, but you've got to roll this paper over and that's why uh, you know, we said some months ago uh, that the Fed is limited in its ability to allow rates to float higher because as it rolls paper over, it can't afford to have uh, the, the new paper come in at, at rates that are dramatically higher than where they are today because it won't be able to afford to service its interest expense on the debt outstanding. And so, therefore, uh, when the Fed ultimately does take action, it's going to be in a limited fashion. It'll be gradual. Uh, so there'll be gradual incremental uh, moves higher in interest rates. And I don't know where they stop, but you're not going to go from 0 to 5% interest rates in a year or two, right? I don't even know that we see 3%. They're going to move too slowly, and it's going to be uh, too late. But what the Fed's going to try to do is is keep the inflation bubble inflated as long as possible to pay down as much interest as possible on the debt with inflated tax receipts. And as we said in our stagflation book, the Fed will try to tame inflation. They'll try to walk a fine line by uh, by raising rates, but not so fast as to crash the market. So raise rates just enough to kind of tame inflation, but not crash the equity market, not cause firms to freeze hiring, and not bring the economy to a grinding halt. Problem is, I can't think of a time that's ever worked. That just simply doesn't work. So what's going to happen is when the Fed ultimately decides to to taper and then eventually raise rates, uh, it's going to be too little too late and inflation is going to get out of hand is the, is the short story. And then they'll try to do Volcker 2.0 and by then, you know, we probably have a different Fed chairman. Maybe we have a different president. I'm not sure when this all gets out of hand completely. I would think sometime during the Biden administration. But you're probably looking at a new Fed chair. And by then we have a mess on our hands. So rather than deal with this last year, or rather to, rather than put the brakes on interest rates and let them float higher early this year, they're trying to get cute and it's going to bite them in a the butt and it's not going to work. And so here we are left paying the inflation tax while they try to use inflation to their advantage to pay down the debt. So when the Biden administration tells you we didn't raise taxes on you, they've raised taxes on you because you're paying through the nose on inflation. That's all for now. See you next time.